Hello, darlings. Welcome to Dark and Curious, where you'll hear stories that'll send chills down your spine. My sister's friends. Happy holidays, darlings. I know the holiday season's over, but hey, we're still here. Last year was just as eventful as the year before, and I wish nothing but the best for everyone as we move forward. As some of us take a new path, I'd like to open this year with something not commonly discussed, especially in these modern times. It is always good to look back to see how far we have come, just like how I'm feeling at the moment. It isn't surprising that these two crazy years we've been through made me think more about my childhood. Those days were filled mostly with fun, laughter, and silliness, and most of all, strange and mysterious stuff that still amaze me to this day. In a household like ours, casual chat about Aswang, Mangkukulam, Nuno Sapunso, and many other supernatural creatures come by, like your typical talk over coffee. These normal story time include everyone's experiences with the paranormal. And that, my friends, was how my curiosity about the spirit world and the supernatural began to intensify. Take, for example, the time in the late 1980s. One of my sisters used to talk about her little friends. Well, you guessed right. Those were duendes. Humanoid creatures of the Filipino folklore that are often compared to the European gnomes, Irish leprechauns, or the German dwarves. Duendes are known to like and befriend young children, just like my sister back then. She was only four at that time, and I was two years older than her. You might think that kids can make up stories, but I tell you, this one's the real deal. How did we know that? It was a beautiful Saturday morning in our little home. The rice fields nearby were crawling with people as it was harvest season. My mom was busy preparing our breakfast when she noticed that my younger sister, who was supposedly about to wake up, was nowhere to be found. We looked for her in my grandparents' place, my aunts and uncles, who all live in the same compound as us. Nada. We were starting to panic and even seek some of the harvesters' help to look for her in the fields. Yet she didn't turn up, even after several hours have passed. It's hard to think on an empty stomach, so... The search party was dismissed by my dad so they can all grab a bite before they resume. Dad then hopped on our trusty old jeep to go to the police. 
He was about to start the engine when suddenly, my missing sister casually walked from the wooded part of our backyard. Just imagine everyone's shock as she skipped merrily towards the house. Where on earth have you been? My mom was livid, but relieved at the same time while she was dusting off my sister's clothes. I've just been to my friend's place, my sister Grace said, as she pointed to the two-century-old sampalok or tamarind tree across the backyard. That legit freaked us out. There was no way she has been there, as there's no house, and everyone sworn to have looked for her everywhere, even in the spot where a brook runs at the far end of our property. I could feel the hairs all over my body stand on end as I recall Grace's tales of her friends in their nice place called Kaharian, or Kingdom in English. The horror that our parents could not utter as they were rendered speechless was vividly painted on their faces. Then it all clicked. It was an aha moment for me. Before that incident, we've been hearing random footfalls around the house. Our home back then had wooden floorboards, so you could hear clearly if someone walks or runs inside. Sometimes, there would be giggling, even though it was our nap time in the afternoon, when no kids would have been caught playing outside. There were also those moments when Mama, on the verge of losing it while trying to find her stuff and couldn't locate them, would suddenly find them right where she remembers putting those things on. You know how moms are. They have a specific place for everything. The same train of thoughts might have been running through my parents' minds as that seemed to snap them out of their petrified state. As soon as they came to their senses, they frantically asked Grace if she ate something at her friend's house. No, she said. They tried giving me food, but I don't know what it is, so I refused. A huge sigh of relief almost made my parents look like deflated balloons. They almost lost a child that day. I remember a similar incident that happened to one of my childhood friends. He went missing for an entire day, only to return at dusk, as if nothing happened. He too disappeared when he was around the same age as my sister was. Pablo said, He spent the entire day walking around the beautiful city where his friend lives. I remember him almost gushing while telling his mom about his day at the otherworldly realm. But that wasn't enough to make him want to stay there, 
even when they brought him sumptuous food. He said that he suddenly had a longing feeling when his friend asked if he wants to live with them. He missed his family and cried until they took him back home. After that event, my parents immediately took Grace to the village healer or Albularia for fear that her friends might have done something to her and they don't want to take any chances. Nana Simang, bless her soul, later confirmed after performing some rituals that Grace, indeed, has little friends who really liked her. But they didn't do anything bad to her. As far as I know, she's been friends with them until one day they just stopped talking to each other. They might have found a new kid to befriend, or maybe Grace has just grown up so they look for someone else. No one really knows the dynamics, or maybe it's just me. All I know is that between us two, Grace is the likable one, so I guess that's why they befriended her and not me. Nana Simang told my folks that if you are brought by a duende or an elemental to where they live, they'll give you food that's hard to resist, and eating that would bind you to the place, and you can never leave. Grace loves eating, but only the stuff she likes. Thanks to her being a picky eater, she saved herself from being taken and bound to the elemental's realm. I remember her mentioning one time that her friends wear green, which is believed to bring good luck and are the kind that's friendly to children. I used to dismiss it like it was nothing, until one day, one of my nieces told us that she has friends who play with her and they always wear green, from their hats down to their shoes. We weren't surprised, though, that these creatures show or interact with several members of our family. There's always someone in the family who would have that one friend, or friends. Although, we're not really sure why, and no, we don't suffer from any mental illnesses. What I know is that we have always been aware of the unknown or unseen entities who live among us, and we were raised to give them respect, like any other human being. But at a young age, we were also taught to not take or eat any food from other people or strangers in general, no matter how tempting it is. I guess that applies to elementals, encantos, or duendes too, don't you think? After all, Real friends won't take you away from your families to keep you for themselves, right? Mm -hmm.